Welcome to Tribe, everybody. Um, today is a continuation of our series on fight. On fight. Even the, the people that consider themselves as non-fighters will realize that at this time, you have to fight. You, you have to fight. You know, um, particularly when you look to people that you think should have answers and and they don't have answers you know so you we all agree that it's only god <laughs> that we need to look up to <laughs> okay <clears throat> so today we're in part four fight and we are looking at the weapons that we fight with with the weapons of our warfare the weapons of our warfare the weapons that we fight with um our text is second corinthians chapter 10 verse 3 second corinthians chapter 10 verse 3 it says we are humans but we don't wage war as humans do. Amazing stuff. Even amazing stuff right there. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons. He says we are humans, but we don't wage war like humans do. So we are, though we are humans, we actually do not wage war like humans do so okay it's, 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 we, we we belong to this group of of beings but our engagement is not like the normal group so we belong to this group but our engagement is in this group and that is why a lot of people are confused when it comes to spiritual warfare you know we belong to this group we do life here we this is where we live this is where we belong this is where our loved ones are this is where our businesses are so to speak this is where our family our homes are however this is where we wage war this is where our battles are this is where our weapon our weapons are and sometimes it can be confusing for some people that are not um, 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 skilled or, or, or trained or, or initiated, if you will, <laughs> into the spiritual um, aspect of warfare, you know. And you're like, we are used to using carnal weapons because that is what we grew up knowing. That's why Jesus would say, if someone slaps you, in the physical world, you slap the person back. How <laughs> do me? I do you. God no vex. That's how we grew up, you know. And that God will be fight. But Jesus said, if someone slaps you, 
consider turning the other cheek. In fact, this is a concern. Say turn the other cheek. In other words, your response should be countercultural. Your your response should go against what the culture is saying. Your your response should go against what the world is saying. Your response should be based on what the supernatural world is saying. The natural world is saying, this is how to respond. But the supernatural world is saying, this is how to respond. So God is saying, off the bat, off the bat, we acknowledge that we are human. We are human means the things that happen to human can influence us. If humans get hungry, we can get hungry. If humans need to sleep, we need to sleep. If humans need to go to work, work, we need to go to work. If humans need to pay their bills, we need to pay their bi our bills. You cannot say, oh, I'm, I'm a spiritual somebody. I'm a spiritual, I'm a spiritual somebody. I, 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 I'm from heaven. You don't pay your rent. You don't pay your rent. Your landlord will show you that you are a natural somebody that needs a roof over his head. So my point is, we are human. We will do things that humans do. We are in the economy that humans operate. We are in the environment that humans operate. And there are certain things that we need to do as humans. Like, like I said, pay your rent, buy food. You can't go to the supermarket and say I'm an elderly citizen. And you take conflicts, you take Milo, you take... <laughs> they will tell you that elderly citizens don't drink Milo. <laughs> Angels don't drink Milo. They will tell you that if you want this Milo, you have to pay cash. And that is how humans do. <laughs> so, we, because we are used to that kind of life and that way of living, we don't realize so many times that there are certain things that we shouldn't operate as humans. There are certain things, there are certain engagement that we shouldn't get involved with as humans. There are certain engagement that we have to get involved with as spirits. We have to wage war as spirits. And you need to realize that if you can, if you can understand the difference, your life will change. As spirits, you can know that even though you are the human economy, you can bring a spiritual economy to bear. You can bring a spiritual economy to bear and dominate in the human economy from the spiritual, your spiritual economy. For instance, the economics of the spiritual says, honor God with your tithe. That is the spiritual. Then I will rebuke the devourers. You can't say devourers. God, but God says, I will give you supernatural power to rebuke divorce for your sakes. That's, that's just an example. Now, you ignore your spiritual power and your spiritual engagement 
and the economics of your spiritual life, then you operate purely based on the economics of the earthly life, which is you keep your money in the bank. Then the dollar becomes 400 and your 800 and your money halves immediately and you panic. The point is this. When devourers come, because devourers come, that is how humans live. Humans are susceptible to devourers. So when devourers come, that will pass your power. God is saying, I will use my power to rebuke it because you are operating a higher economy. Ah, do I get an amen? <laughs> so you you need to ah sometimes you know I I I say to people that look the problem is not what is going on in the world. The problem is how you are responding to the word of God. That's the problem. That's the problem. How you are responding to God's word. That is 100% the problem. So, take spiritual warfare also as, as, a, as, as an example. Yes, there's pressure in, let's say, any area of your life that you have pressure spiritually. Yes, this, the, 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 the pressure is real. But let's say you have a, you have a problem with your in-law. Yes, it is real. Then you think by keeping malice, by rolling your eyes up and down, up and down, up and down. I can't even do it. I try to do it. Women are amazing. How did you do that thing? You know, by rolling your eyes up and down, up and down, by gossiping. But do you, th you think that's what's going to give victory? You think by when you pally this uncle and pally that uncle and pally this auntie, you know, then you are secure in your husband's house. You think that's what's going to give you victory? That's just usually the problem. The issue is that you need to engage spiritually. You need to get into the place where your warfare becomes powerful and relevant then you can now bring it to bear and i can you know i've applied to spiritual i've applied to to, to financial I've, I've applied to relational you can apply to every <clears throat> area of your life there are rules of engagement when it comes to even your health there are rules of engagement so we are human but we do not wage war as humans do. We wage war, but we don't wage war as humans do. And that's huge. If there's, a, if there's going to be a shift in our minds, even at this season, we have to shift that f position that, yes, we are human. We are not in denial. We are not in denial. However, we don't wage war like humans do. So, so how do we wage war? How do we wage war? He says, we use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons. You use God's mighty weapons. For instance, earthly weapon, if somebody offends you, 
you keep a grudge. You owe them in forgiveness. You do tit for tat. You get back at them. You shoot back at them. Spiritual says, someone offends you, you forgive them. This is like keeping a heap of coal on their heads. You say, I can't see it. I need to punish them myself. You see, that is carnality. If you are spiritual, someone offends you, the weapon that you have is the weapon of forgiveness. It goes contrary to the culture of the world. It's a weapon of forgiveness. You forgive. Praise God. <laughs> so we use God's mighty weapons. And combat. And these mighty weapons are real. I've, I've, I'm, I'm mentioning a few. I'm mentioning, a, I mean, a lot already. I want forgiveness in relationship. You need you forgive. You forgive. People will offend you. You forgive. You forgive. Your finances, you operate as God expects you to operate. For instance, honor your father and your mother so that it will be well with you. It's a spiritual principle. On earth, the these people abuse their parents. They, they, they call their parents names. They don't take care of their parents. They don't. So, and that is why it is not well with a lot of people. That's why it is not well with a lot of people. <laughs> you don't need to like your, your dad. But your dad is your dad. You don't need to like him. <laughs> but it's good you like him. But you don't need to like him. Your dad is your dad. Oh no. It is required. It is a requirement for things going well with you. So... It's a spiritual requirement. So, so the, the world dishonors. The world says it doesn't deserve it. Who is he anyway? What does it know? It, it's not a good father. It's not a good mother. She's not a good mother. Yadi, 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 yadi. Other one is Turenchi. Stories. English. It doesn't hold water spiritually. It does not. What hold water spiritually is Honor your father and your mother so that it can be well with you. Honor. Honor. It's a weapon of war. <laughs> you see, many times we, we are looking for the, the um, uh, father and die. Father and die. I mean, don't, 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 take, don't get me wrong. Sometimes, you know, some spiritual forces need to fall down. They don't really die because spirits don't die. But die in that situation yes they need to fall down and die and be extinguished from that situation but see many times when we think of war we are thinking of oh i'm gonna wake up at midnight i'm gonna pray yes we do that in fact they have we have videos every day in church and in fact we're going to begin to open up our videos i've been getting a lot of requests of people that say so pastor we want to join these videos. We have time on our hands now. We want to join the daily videos. We want to pray and all that stuff. So, so we will do that. We will continue to do that. You see, but the misnomer and the problem people have really is that they don't see the connect. So you can spend five hours praying at a video and you come out and you dishonor your parent. Something is wrong with that. 
You're going to be such a person who's going to struggle. You're going to struggle. She said, but Pastor, my, my mom was not nice to me when I was growing up. The Bible does not say, honor your father and your mother that were nice to you when you were growing up. <laughs> yeah, you know, which is, which is what makes it powerful. Honor is honor. You see, I know that some, some parents are, you know, on the far extreme. It's not even safe to keep relationship with them and to open up your family to them. I understand. But honor is honor. Your dad is in the house paying rent. Pay it. Why should your dad be worrying about rent and you are alive? Why? That is, that is, that is a slap on your face. Why should your mom be worrying about rent and you are alive? You are driving three cars. Your mom is managing one kuche kuche car. <laughs> This is your time to honor because when the window shuts, you will look for it and you won't find it. Well, I'm, I, 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 I'm beginning to talk prophetically now. Okay, so Femi, cool down now. Yes. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, um, I can go on and on. There are different weapons that we have if you check the people that they will have challenges not that they never have but one way or the other it always goes well with them check how they are treating their parents check how they are treating their parents some people that like, no matter how good the thing appears to be oh at the last minute everything scatters they say oh pastor i need deliverance near success syndrome no Many times it's not that. You are not using the right tools. Again, I've talked about just financial weapon, I've talked about relational honor, and we can go on and on and on. There's a weapon, however, again, that I want to talk about. I talk about forgiveness. I've mentioned a lot already. You know, and we need to see how this all things tied together. We are spiritual beings. We are spiritual beings. And that's who we are. That's who we are. Another weapon that has been overlooked many times is, is in 11, uh, Luke 17, 11 to... Uh, I need to watch the time now. Okay, so read it when you get home. Luke 17 from 11 to 19 is a story of the 10 lepers. 10 of them came to Jesus to be healed. 10. Jesus said to them, go and show yourself to the priests. Now, when Jesus said that, these guys are not, they are men. So they looked at themselves, they were not healed. If they had said, ah, we should go and show ourselves, this thing is still there, this man doesn't know what he's talking about, they would die leprous. But they obeyed, they turned and they were on their way to the priest. 
knowing that if you show up to the priest that you are not cleansed, I mean, you're not cleansed. I mean, it's a problem because they are supposed to be outcasts. But on their way, on their way, while they are in obedience, boom, the healing happens. The healing happens. Okay, again, at this point, what has God told you to say? What has God told you to do? What has God told you to do? That is outstanding. Do you want to die in the situation you are in? Some people, they have health challenges. I'm going to tell them to do something. They won't do it because they are arrogant. You just die in that situation. Pastor, don't prophesy evil. It's nothing. It's not a prophecy. It's your prophecy. I'm just telling you what, what you are doing. That's what you are doing. Obedience is better than sacrifice. That's what the Word of God says. You know, God said to the, Jesus said to the disciples in John 2, Cana of Galilee, there was a feast going on. The feast, and Jesus said, okay guys, take this water, these this vessels, fill it with water, take it to the chairman of the occasion. They did exactly what Jesus said. If Jesus says, take water, take it to the chairman of the occasion, and tell him it's wine, you will say, what kind of deception is that, pastor? I can't you, I can't you, you know this thing is water. Why are you telling us to take it to the... <laughs> and they did exactly what Jesus said. On their way to the chairman, the water became wine. And everybody was happy. So, so the point is, at what point did the water become wine? Before they fetched it? After they fetched it? Between the time they fetched it and the time it got to the high place. So, when you have an opportunity to obey God, just do it. Just do it. Praise the name of the Lord. Says we use weapons. Second Corinthians four seven. This is a beautiful scripture. The, the, the B part of Second Corinthians four seven. It says we use the weapons of righteousness in the right hand for attack and in the left hand for defense. Can you see that? The weapons of righteousness. What is righteousness? Righteousness is being in tune with Jesus. Being in right standing with God, being aligned with God. So God is saying, we, it, righteousness is a weapon on one hand and on the other hand. So the obedience that we display to God is huge. It's huge. It's huge. Jesus didn't pray for them. Jesus gave them an instruction. When you pray to God, many times, God gives you an instruction. When you pray to God for a solution, many times, God gives you an instruction. They prayed to be healed. Jesus could have just said, be healed, and they'll be healed. There are a lot of people healed like that. You just say, be healed, or you will touch them. 
He didn't touch them. He didn't tell them to be healed. He gave them an instructions. An instruction. Many times when we when we pray, we expect God to move. But if we miss the instruction, God is actually expecting you to move. But you are expecting God to move. So many times, people are expecting God to move, and God is expecting them to move. It's it's this is spiritual warfare. I mean, you probably would have not heard spiritual warfare like this before. This is spiritual warfare. You have prayed, and God has given you an instruction. But many times, because we are not listening up for an instruction, sometimes we miss the instruction. Because when we pray, we are just want, we just want to be able to rend and the miracle to fall from from the sky. But many times, you pray, God does not respond with the, with the answer. God responds with an instruction. And it's when you follow the instruction, the answer comes. Hmm. <laughs> so the answer comes. So many people are saying, oh God, why? I've, and if you, by the grace of God, I've had the honor of working with God for about 25 years, since 1995, for 25 years, by the grace of God, consistently, there have been no time in that 25 years that I have gone and I have been blank, then I have come back to God. No, by the grace of God, it's helped me and it's kept me. Well, I'm saying this because in those few years of working with God, what I've noticed with people, and in many cases, people that we are praying together, that when there's an issue that is time-bound, that you have asked God for, and you have prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, and, prayed and it's actually, but we've not heeded it. For some, for some people, some men, the reason they are not married is they are praying for the wife, praying for the wife, praying for the wife. And God has given them an instruction. And God has said, this is your anger. Anger lies in the bosom of fools. Curtail the anger. You don't hear. You can display anger. And your wife sees the anger. The person you should marry, she's running away from you. Because that guy is a rascal. Meanwhile, that is all that is needed. But you don't tackle it. You could be a lady. You've been praying to God maybe for a life partner, but arrogance is a problem. You're so arrogant, full of your own ways. And God is saying, this strong head, this strong head, you need to solve it. You're not hearing. He said, you will fast for 40 days. And God is saying, strong head, strong head. After 40 days, the word you will hear is strong head. If you don't deal with it, even if God brings a man, the man will run away. Because of strong head. The point is this. Many times, God gives an instruction when we ask for a miracle. In the case of this man, or these people, that was what happened. That was what happened. So, we cannot get through prayer what God releases only through obedience. We cannot get exclusively through prayer what God released, releases completely through obedience. Again, you cannot get exclusively through prayer 
what God gives ex um, exclusively through this. <laughs> you know, we, we, we can't. We can't. We can pray all we want. Praise God. But you see, when we pray and we want heaven to rent many times, God is giving an instruction and we should listen. We should listen. So prayer cannot be a substitute for obedience. Prayer is not and cannot be a substitute for obedience. We thank God for prayer. I mean, and I think we cannot pray. There cannot be too much of prayer. You know, I've heard people say, oh, you are praying too much. Oh, and, and I laugh. I'm like, how is it even possible? It means you don't even know what prayer is. Because can you ever spend too much time with your father? Can you ever spend? You can't. Can you ever intercede and stay in that place that your father wants spiritually? That's an engage. You can't. So you can never pray enough. Rather, you can never pray too much. However, some things prayer will unlock are not the direct things we are asking for. So sometimes you are praying to get to get this pain. And prayer unlocks an instruction to where this pain is and how to get it. That is what prayer will do in some cases. Then you, you hear the instructions they have heard, but you are still praying for the pain. You are expecting the pain to drop from heaven <laughs> and drop on your lap. And no, it does not work like that. Praise the name of the Lord. Prayer, obviously, is a weapon of war. And obedience is a weapon of, of war. It's huge. We can't pray too much. You know, folks are saying, you know, I've heard a lot of people that say, oh, Nigerians, they pray too much. And I laugh. And I laugh. Is prayer not helping us now? Is it not helping us? Where are all the scientists? Where are they? Where are they? They are like, oh, Nigeria, the COVID um, situation. We don't know the amount of people that are infected because we are not testing. <laughs> we are not testing. We don't have enough tests, yes. But people are not dying. People are not, but people are dying here. But people are not dying. If people are dying, we will know now. At least we will be able to count that this one is that, that one is that. But people are not dying. Even if they are getting it, miraculously, they are, they, are, they are overcoming it, even without knowing. So, because of this fascination, because of that, everything is all joined. Everything is prayer, prayer, prayer. It's prayer that made that decision happen. It's prayer that made us have chronicle system, if that is what is that's what is helping us. But whatever, the numbers in Nigeria should have skyrocketed. Yes, there are not enough tests, but they are not exponential deaths. People are not dying. And we give God praise. I will keep praying for Nigeria and for the rest of the world and for, for everybody, every of us here, you know, <laughs> everywhere we are in the world. <clears throat> so our error is that we try to secure victory by prayer alone. That's usually an error. We try to secure victory by prayer alone. Prayer is crucial. However, prayer many times we open a door that you now need to get up and walk through 
and walk through. First Samuel 15, 22. First Samuel 15, 22, the word of God says, But Samuel replied, What is more pleasing to the Lord? What is more pleasing to the Lord? Your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to the voice of the Lord? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice. And submission is better than the offering of fat rice. So God is saying that even at the end of the day, prayer is sacrifice. When you add fasting, it's a lot of sacrifice. But at the end of the day, to do what prayer has opened the door for you to do is more important than prayer itself. Whoa. So it means that when you pray and the door opens to do what and to get up and walk through that door is more important than praying and opening the door. So it is huge that we realize that obedience is better than sacrifice. In fact, when people are in rebellion, verse 23 clearly says that rebellion is as sinful as witchcraft. I mean, sometimes I, I struggle when I see these heavy, heavy words. I mean, this is so big. I mean, I mean God, this is, this, is, this is not fair now. Small obedience, support this obedience, you know. <laughs> However, disobedience is not small. Disobedience is not small, you know. It's the levels I know. Disobedience is not small. Just stubbornness is as idolatry, you know. It's big. It's big. Why? Because obedience. To God is one of the most devastating blows you can give the enemy. It's, it's a huge weapon in our arsenal. Obedience to God may appear risky, it may appear senseless, but it's fully potent nonetheless. Fully, fully potent nonetheless. Hallelujah. <clears throat> so, um, I want to pull the curtain here because of our time. We want to keep everything within one hour. Um, however, but you should write down these scriptures just to, um, then we'll take it from there next week. Ha ha ha. Isaiah one nineteen, Isaiah one nineteen that says, "If you are willing and obedient." You will eat the good of the land. If you will only obey me, you will have plenty to eat. So the, the issue is not so much as in hunger. The issue is obedience. It's an obedience issue. When there's a scarcity problem, many times you need to check if there's an obedience issue. Then the second scripture is Isaiah 54 verse 17. Thank you for listening to this. I want to encourage you to share this resource with your family and friends. God bless you.